0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: And so finally this boy said to him, this 19-year-old boy said to him, said, Doctor, why don't you let the Lord heal you? He said, what do you mean let the Lord heal you? When well, he said, James 5.14 said, is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him and north all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed sins, he shall be forgiven him. And this great doctor of divinity, world-renowned, world travel preacher, said, is that in the Bible?
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to possess the land. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now... Let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message.
1: I remember, in fact, I have it over here in my library yet, the man's life story, a great Baptist preacher. In fact, two of his brothers were a member of my church. And uh, their daddy died when they were just small. And these two boys in my church, they didn't get any education. Uh, in fact, one of them, after he had married, had two daughters. The daughter's grown. They taught him at least to write his name. But they, uh, their younger brother, they saw to it that he got an education. He graduated high school. They owned the farm, and so they ran the farm. They put him through college. Then he felt like God called him to preach, so they put him through seminary. Paid for it. He graduated from seminary. He went on and eventually got his doctorate degree. He was one of the leading Baptist evangelists in America. He'd hold citywide meetings. In Atlanta, Georgia, Kansas City, St. Louis, and other large cities. All the first churches would cooperate with him in these large meetings. He said that uh, there in California, he lived in California. And he said he he attended a home prayer meeting. And these folks had received this experience. They'd come on over into Canaan's land. Got filled with the Holy Ghost. And he began to see it. And he began to cause all they knew to do. There's no preacher involved, just people. And, and except him, he's a preacher, but he, he couldn't lead anybody into it. But they were all tearing and waiting and praying and some of them had got filled and some of them hadn't. And he began to pray and seek for this experience. And he said the Holy Ghost came upon him and he began to stammer and speak a little bit in tongues. But then you see, He just got over into the edge of Canaan's land and he began to see the enemies that's there. First he said I began to think now what's this going to do with me and my denomination? They're not going to accept this. What's this going to do to me and my finances? Because then my finances will be cut off. He owned a home paid for in Beverly Hills, California. Be worth today probably two or three million dollars. Same house, maybe more. He owned one of those 12-cylinder Lincolns. He had a library that was worth over $50,000. That's way back on, you know, when money wasn't money like it is now. He had thousands of dollars in a saving account. He got to thinking about that. What's this going to do to my reputation? He got to thinking about that. And, of course, the anointing left him. And he looked around he said, and everybody was praying, so he got up and slipped out. Whew, boy, man, I almost got into it. I'd have been turned out. They wouldn't They wouldn't cooperate with me on these citywide meetings. My money would have been cut off. My reputation would have been ruined to get in with these. They called them tongue talkers and holer rollers in those days. And so uh, he said, uh, he went on, you know, preaching. And he was holding a meeting in Atlanta, Georgia, in the city auditorium. All of the first churches of the city sponsored his meeting. And right in the middle of the meeting, he got sick and couldn't carry it on. And for two years, he couldn't preach a sermon. He went to doctors all over everywhere, even in Europe. Finally wound up at the great Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. They couldn't find out what's wrong with him. None of them could. Some of them said it was this. Some of them said it was something else. After two years' time, you see no other income, not preaching. Sold his house, sold his automobile, sold most of his library. All of his thousands of dollars on savings are gone. It's all gone. He spent it all on medicine, on on doctors all over the world. He wound up in the city county hospital in Los Angeles, California, a charity case. Doctor said he's died. One of his brothers lived there in California. He didn't have any education either. He was just a day laborer. In fact, he'd been digging some ditches. He said to his brother, loan me enough money. I don't have anything left. It's all gone. Loan me enough money to get a train ticket. You traveled by train back in those days. To get a train ticket to get back to Texas. I want to see my mother. She's 84 years old. She can't come here. She's still out there on the same old farm place in Westminster, Texas. And said to and, and, and his brother said, well, I just don't have that kind of money. Didn't take too much in those days to get a train ticket. But he said, I don't have that kind of money. Well, finally, he persuaded his brother to put some in what he did have and borrow the rest of it. And bought him a train ticket. Doctor said, no, 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 no. You can't go. You'd die. You can't make the trip. He said, my dear old mother's 84 years old. Before I die, I want to see her and tell her goodbye. Finally, the doctor was persuaded. He said, well... We'll put you on the train. He's a stretcher case. And, and, and we'll give you some shots and teach you how to give you shots. Maybe you'll get there. Well, some way or another, he made it. Came in there at the old depot in McKinney, my home. Ambulance picked him up, carried him out there about 15 miles from McKinney in the country in Collin County to a little community called Westminster. Out there in the old home place, the old farm place. He's bedfast. The mother, 84 years old, she can't see after it, but there was a 19-year-old boy who lived with her to see after her. Somebody else ran the farm and still farmed it. So this 19-year-old boy became this great Baptist preacher's nursemaid. He had to turn it. He had to bathe it. Man can't eat it. He had anything to eat. except a little baby food, a little some raw eggs and some milk, and he couldn't keep that on his stomach. And so finally, this boy said to him, this 19-year-old boy said to him, he said, Doctor, why don't you let the Lord heal you? He said, What do you mean, let the Lord heal you? Well, he said, James 5.14 said, Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him and all in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith to save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he's committed sins, he shall be forgiven him. And this great doctor of divinity, world-renowned, World travel preacher he said is that in the Bible sure he said it's in the Bible James 5 15 14 what well, he said get my," he said I'd been there for several weeks and hadn't even read the Bible get my Bible out of the trunk there so the boy got his Bible out of the trunk and and he said well find that form and read it to him the boy said I can't read Well, said how do you know it's in the Bible well he said my pastor preached on it last Sunday that was his text well, it said, hand it here and let me find it. And so he found James 5 14 is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. See, that's that's part of Canaan's land. That's part of our blessing. Amen. Amen. And uh, and so this great Baptist preacher read that. He said, You say your pastor preached on it? said, Yeah. Then what did he do after he preached on it? said, You know, people thought he laid hands on him. He said, You mean he practices that? He said, Yeah. Well, he said, get me out of here and get me over to the meeting. And so one of the brothers that was in my church, he brought his old T-model Ford and picked him up and carried him because he's helpless like a baby. Made a bed in the back seat of that old T-model touring car. Put him in that back seat. Drove up to an old brush arbor. He thought he's was going to church. That's the only church they had it was a brush arbor. They were hoping before wintertime to, to get something up where they could get in out of the cold. Drove up as close as they could. And he heard the fellow preach. And then, because they told him he was there, he came out where he was, anointed with oil, and prayed. They carried him home. His brother picked him up, carried him in, and put him in the bed, because he's still helpless. And they got back. They had long service, then Pentecostal, you know. And he got back home about midnight. And he said, Mama, hadn't had a bite of solid food for two years. Food that he ate, most of it he couldn't keep on the stomach. He said, Mama, send this young man, whatever his name was, out to the old smokehouse and get a ham. Cut me a big slice up, make me some good old country biscuits and gravy. I'm going to have a midnight supper. The Lord has healed me. His mama said, now, son, because she's still Baptist, you see. Said, now, son, you know what you're doing. You don't look any better. You feel any different. No, he said, I don't feel any different. But well, what makes you think the Lord healed you? you said, I know He did. And how do you know He did? See, there's all kinds of enemies to try to keep you out of the blessings. Amen? All kinds of enemies try to keep you from being healed. Amen? Don't you know all the doctors, I mean doctors in Europe, all the best doctors in America, having spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Back then and then, when money was money. And they can't do a thing. All these things are against you. All these giants have got you whipped. You can't get into healing. But thanks be unto God, being Baptist, he had a little bit more reverence for the Word than some folks. Mama said, why do you think you're healed? He said, the Bible said so.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A. O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer the five CD series by Kennethy e. Hagan, How to Possess the Land. Also, in this month's offer is Ken Hagen's slimline book, How to Make the Dream God Gave You Come True. All this for a special low price of 29 That's an $11 savings. Call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. Again, We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today, and become a part of Rama for today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: Guess what begins this week? This week, yes, call my call, call to arms call men's to conference. Arms. It's hey, going to be is awesome time! Come on down here. I mean, you can you can go online right now and register if you want to go online. You can go to rama org uh-huh. slash. CTA yes but the, but we have walk-ins too that is right some guys don't know whether they're scheduled to let them come or not mm-hmm. hey if you find out you can come just come on down walk in the door and you can register it is going to be a great great time of course I'll be speaking Craig will be speaking my right. son yes uh, Jeff Perry got lots oh um, lots workshops. of workshops uh, I know our son-in-law Don mm-hmm is going to be doing one of the workshops. Mm -hmm. Another one of the ministers is going to be doing a workshop. on. Don's doing one on uh, the monster money. He's talking about managing money, Money. you know, (laughs) actually from a business standpoint because he has his own business and also from a personal standpoint. And then I I think one that's going to really be good, too, I want to mention two more. Uh, uh, LUV, love, is more than a three-letter word. Uh, Three-letter word. Uh-huh. Uh, Jerry Weinert, I believe, is doing, that, doing one. that one. And then uh, the adventurer Cliff Graham is doing oh, wow. the that life of a, the life of adventure. <laughs> that should and, be good. Uh, hey, I'm not going to tell you any more about that. But he is—he's a, a professional surfer and and snowboarder and skier, mm-hmm. and he gets into places. That nobody else would get into That's right. because of being that. And then he ministers the gospel. Hey, yes. You don't want to miss it. Hey, come on down here and be with us. And okay? Ladies, let me tell you, your husbands will come back changed. So make sure, you know, sometimes they are laid in doing everything they do it. All at the last minute. Oh, well, are you talking <laughs> yes, about me? <laughs> I am. You buy Christmas presents at the last minute. Well, you get a better deal then. Well, I know, but sometimes it's not there anymore. Well,
0: no, I know. That happened to me one time. <laughs> so,
2: ladies, make sure that your husbands get, husband gets down here.
0: Monday, Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on how to possess the land. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.